What's up, guys? Evan here. Welcome back to a new episode of Convincing Creatives. Today, we've got something kind of different and fun. The podcast has kind of been on a little hiatus for the last two or three months. We've had episodes, but we haven't been recording new episodes in the field with guests. And I'll talk a little bit about that, but it's actually going to lead to some really exciting changes going forward. So I hope you'll stick around and listen. So the biggest thing right now is I'm actually revamping my YouTube channel. So the very same YouTube channel that hosts all the Convincing Creatives episodes that you've come to know and love over the last year that YouTube channel, my own, youtube.com slash set, or you can just search Evan Kidd. It's the same thing. I made that YouTube channel back in 2010 or 2009 when uh, I didn't think using my actual name on the internet was going to get me anywhere. And I thought having a cool username was where I landed and uh, Bass Rock Set was it. So I still have the Rock Set, Rock Set Productions. It's my production company where I make all my films. So that part stuck. So I guess you could say it was a precursor. And uh, that's where you're going to find these new rad, cool, revamped YouTube videos that I'm talking about. And it's pretty exciting. So I hope that you'll check it out. Uh, again, it's coming from the latest one. You can watch it in video form there, but you're not going to have the super nice audio intro that I'm working on for you right now. So, I mean, that, that's your call. But I know a lot of folks, the reason I'm actually doing that in audio and video form. So a lot of folks tell me, we want to see more video on convincing creatives. We want to see more of these creative topics and we don't want to wait till another episode. I've had folks say, you know, but I also don't want that entirely. I want to be able to listen to it when I'm at the gym or, you know, on my commute. So I've kind of landed in the middle. I've decided to make more videos, which are in turn going to be more podcast episodes. The guest interviews are not going anywhere. They're still going to be happening but I'm just going to kind of flourish around with more of these types of episodes too, to kind of break things up a little bit and they'll be shorter. So, you know, short and sweet, listen to it on your commute. You don't have to worry about starting and stopping throughout your day 20,000 times. So, you know, I know people like a good long podcast here and there. And if I keep talking anymore, this, this will be a good long podcast. So without any further ado, here is that video. I'm going to preface like quick little thing. Originally it has a couple clips in it. So you're going to hear the actual video audio, and then you're going to hear a couple clips that are going to be coming in. The first of which is from Running Rogue Podcast, which is a really dope podcast that Chris does over in Austin, Texas. Chris was gracious enough to get me and Johnny Dutch, the subject of my latest uh, documentary, Run of the Picture, on his show about a week, week and a half ago. And he just released it, and it was a great episode, great conversation. Definitely go listen to Running Rogue Podcast. You can find it on there, the conversation I had with him, if you want to listen to the full thing, but I put a little clip of it in here just to give you a taste of what it was talking about because it was linking in to the subject of today's actual episode, making a documentary film for five years. And that film was run of the picture with Johnny Dutch. The next thing is another topical thing all the way back from 2016 when I was at the Yollywood Film Festivals from the Q&A that we did there. And the biggest thing from that, there was a question that I got during the Q&A that really kind of moved me and it was saying like, how do you make films? How do you do it? And what, what, like, how do you stay inspired? Like, what's the point if you don't have money? So I kind of had a quick little answer there. So you'll, you'll see some of that and it'll sound like a little different in the mix. So you'll know when that comes up. Next thing is a little clip from under the picture, which is also prefaced in the actual episode. You remember Johnny Dutch from the documentary run of the picture did an episode, a couple episodes back and we had a great talk. So a little bit of clip from that to kind of give some context. And uh, these are all really short clips. They're like 30 seconds. And I've probably spent like 20,000 seconds uh, introing them. So enjoy that. 
I hope it's fun. Uh, again, Evan coming at you here with a new episode of Convincing Creatives. If you like it, subscribe on iTunes, tell a friend, and leave us a review. We really need reviews. If you have not reviewed the show and you're actually listening, hey, hey, stop. Like, like go do that. And, and and then come back and watch the show, and it'll be really amazing. And uh, I will really appreciate you for your efforts. So anyway, guys, that's it. Check it out. New episode. So here's the thing. I've been a little busy, right? I've been making a film for the last five years called Run of the Picture. Run of the Picture tells the story of Johnny Dutch. Johnny is a 400 meter hurdler. He's trying to get into the next Olympics. And oh, by the way, he's a filmmaker just like you and me. Pretty exciting, right? So I've been working on that for the last five years, trying to tell Johnny's story between his training for the 2016 Olympics going all the way back to his film sets, one of his first movies after getting out of film school. And we told a story for five years and we followed him and kind of learned a ton. Like you don't realize how much you learn over the course of five years until you just do that. The biggest thing I learned over the course of five years is that you can make a movie uh, for no money for or five years. You can also make a movie for no money in five minutes, uh, but we just chose the much harder thing. So I wanted to run through with y'all a couple different points that really kind of hit home what worked for me, what didn't work for me. Obviously making a film for five years, like yes, one, two, three, four, five is kind of a crazy endeavor. I would not recommend it to everybody. Uh, I don't think most stories need to be that long in the documentation process, but for us it did. And for us, we needed to tell a story that involved a length of time and we couldn't have done it any other way. Obviously, when you're training for the Olympics, that takes years and years. And if you're not on your A game every single day of those years and years, it doesn't work. And that's the story we had to tell. When we started Run of the Picture, I didn't quite know it would take five years, but I knew it would be the longest film I'd work on. Probably ever, maybe, but for a while. At the time, it was 2014. I had just gotten out of film school and I was looking for something to do. I was really hungry. I was a scrappy filmmaker. And for me, it was all about telling a story that I thought really mattered. And Johnny's passion that he was showing in his, you know, not only training for the Olympics, but his films was really interesting. And I know it's hard enough to show passion for one thing, like this whole thing that I do, this film thing. But to do that on top of trying to be a world-class athlete, waking up at five in the morning, going to practice, you know, all that stuff that goes into that, I thought that was a story that needed to be told. So I told it. The biggest thing that I will say is you can do this for no money. So starting in 2014, when I started Run of the Picture, we did not have a dime to our name to make this project, but we still went about it piece by piece in the back time while we were working other jobs, when we had free time after work, after hours, et cetera, et cetera. You know that story. That's how we made it work. There'll be someone that will be inspired by it. Um, so I just take those risks and just put it out there and, you know, like hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's wild is like, if you didn't make Dead Day, we wouldn't have met because then that article wouldn't have been made. That's true. Like, you just never know. Um, Another thing is you're going to want to make sure that you're making other work. And I say this in a way that almost sounds counterproductive to what you may be wanting to do. But when you go out there and you're making other work, you're gonna be learning in different ways. You're gonna be engaging different parts of your brain. You're gonna be seeing what works for you and what doesn't work for you and what you may wanna pull back into your documentary. 
you know, something that was really interesting that I ended up doing was I stopped making this film for a few months because there wasn't a lot to film. Johnny was in the rhythm, he was making a lot of training moves, he was working on a script, but a lot of that doesn't lend itself well to documentation. And I'll get to the point of documentation later in this video. But the biggest thing I ended up doing was I kind of put a little bookmark in this project and I started something else. For me, that ended up being a 95 minute feature film called Son of Clowns, which ended up being put together with a cast and a crew and like very traditional, you know, granted still very independent, but you know, more of a traditional structure. Uh, run of the picture was usually me and maybe one or two other crew members. Son of Clowns was, you know, crews of 10 to 15. So it was a little bigger, a little more in depth. A little more meat on the bone, if you will. So I like to dabble between doc and narrative because I think it keeps me sharp and it keeps me fresh. That way, when one genre kind of gets a little tired and true, I can move on, do something else, and then maybe get more excited about that previous genre when I finish that next film. So another thing you'll be doing during this entire process is you'll actually be learning. And the great thing about that is you're gonna bring all these new ideas, you're gonna bring new critiques, and a bunch of knowledge into this film that you're making, your documentary, that you may not have had. And for you, you don't need to go make another feature film in narrative space you may just be solely wanting to make documentaries so go make like an experimental documentary short that doesn't rely on an interview do something different and then bring that back into your project just film for three weeks cut it off make something and then say what did i learn from that time where i was really constrained in my limits i think it's just a matter of doing it um you know like like i was saying no one's gonna I think in this day and age, uh, unless you're really, really connected, no one's going to give you the key to go make a feature for yourself. So you have to say, okay, what can I do with my resources? Uh, and, you know, just to do something in my backyard. When you're making a documentary for a great length of time, five years like me or not, is to make sure you really care for the subject. Like you really have to care. Like if you don't, if there is any inkling of your body, mind and soul that just doesn't care about the project you're doing, well, honey your your project gonna be dead like it's no one's gonna care like you gotta care first first and foremost because if you don't care your subject's gonna know that you don't care when you finish the film that level of you know finesse is not gonna be there in the final result and you're gonna be the worst for it so don't do that to yourself i would highly recommend check in at the very initial start after the first you know three or four production days watch all your footage back decide if your subject is compelling and decide if you want to proceed or not i have several documentaries in the can right now that i've just had to stop making because either the subject wasn't interesting enough uh, i didn't quite feel the content was there and you know yes you can maybe press on but at a certain point you do have to do a risk assessment of your own time and decide is this story going to be worth the chase Sometimes yes, but oftentimes after those first few days, you'll know. So make sure you care, check in with yourself before you get to, I don't know, year three and make a stark and pretty crazy realization that far down the road. Finally, one of the biggest takeaways I'm gonna talk about is really approaching your subject for a long-term ride. What I mean by that is if you're doing a project that's only gonna last three weeks, you can kind of be a certain way with your subject. Maybe you don't have to be best of friends. Maybe you don't have to bond that much. You can just get in and get out and get your story. I don't like to work that way, but I know a lot of times people are just there for the work and that's fine. When you're making a project for five years, I don't care if it's a narrative thing or a documentary, um, you're gonna need to kind of befriend your subject to a degree. And a lot of times this gets weird with documentaries because you wanna be objective, you don't wanna be too close, you don't wanna be too far. But if you're making something very personal about someone's life, 
you're going to need to earn their trust and you're going to need to be in their life. You're going to need to show up. You're going to need to do more than just assume that one day you hop in with the camera and everything else takes care of itself. It takes time. It's like any relationship in your life. You have to put in the work. So you have to be able to have those tough conversations. And it really comes down to being vulnerable. I know when we were making Run of the Picture, that's something that Johnny, the subject of my film, talked about a lot as being vulnerable. And I'm very glad he was able to do that. I am a filmmaker because if it wasn't for film, I think I would still have a lot of things built up. But film has just been that, that thing that has just kept me going. Uh, to be a, a vulnerable black man, that's, you know, society says that's a no-no, you know what I mean? We, we're seen as strong and um, if I need to express myself, I can say, watch this. Being vulnerable is only going to make your film better. You're gonna get moments that pop, you're gonna get moments that are true, and you're gonna avoid those cookie cutter cliches that people say that sound good, but really don't have any substance. Because when you're vulnerable, that's when you're gonna get the heart of the story. But Johnny, the subject of my film, actually ended up being on my podcast. I wonder how that happened. And uh, we had a great conversation. Like we really did. And a lot of this stuff that I just mentioned, he elaborated on beautifully. But like, in terms of the documentary, like, I'm just curious, this is just my own sheer curiosity. Like, what did it feel like being documented? Like, was that a weird experience or was it just like, you're around cameras and stuff. Were you kind of used to that or? I guess being around yeah. cameras, it did you have help press with that. experience. Too. Yeah, yeah. So for that when you're did traveling help. for races and stuff. Exactly. Because I did think, honestly, yeah. during the 2016 Olympics, I thought maybe it would be kind of in the way. I was thinking mm -hmm. maybe it will yeah. cut my focus, but it didn't. Yeah. It yeah, really yeah. didn't at yeah. all. You have to understand there's like points where you go in and you get That's what true. you need and you kind of you know, press the subject for a question, but there's other points where you just kind of like hang back and observe. And it's, it's sort of just like knowing what to do where. Slight shameless self-promotion. If you're interested in watching Run of the Picture, it actually is available. You can check it out on Amazon Prime. It's streaming, just search up Run of the Picture. It's a 30 minute documentary film. And again, I put five years of freaking work into it. So uh, yeah, I mean, I hope you watch it. I hope you don't just like not, nah, cause that would suck. But I mean, yeah, go go watch it i want to hear from you i want to know what you want to see next i want to do way more stuff like this on the channel filmmaking is my passion creativity is my passion so i want to talk more to that so you can check that out as well uh in addition i make films check out my work at rocksetproductions.com and i will see you guys in the next video